1: The Fatherhoods Fatherhood's Podcast. Podcast. Beats, rhymes,
0: and diapers. diapers. All right. You can find our guest debating hoops on Twitter on The Reg. He also co-hosts the Exeterist Podcast with Brooklyn Nets superstar Kevin Durant. But most importantly, though, the homie is a multi-breeder. That means he got kids with an S. Let's welcome to the Fatherhoods Podcast, Eddie Gonzalez.
1: Nice. Multi breeder. I I, I don't think
2: I've ever been called that, but it's it's accurate. There you go. Eat it. I guess. I
0: know. It it sounds kind of fucked up. For a second, you're like, wait, what? (laughs) (laughs)
2: Uh, I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah. (laughs) What's going on, fellas?
0: You know, the the daily struggle, my friend. (laughs) Thank you, thank you for joining us, man. I know. Um, I know. uh, So shout out to Amani. Aston Martin, who put us in touch. Um, My God, yeah, yeah. God. He, he, I know he does some production work for for you and KD, and he does a whole bunch of other stuff. He's, I mean, this guy's name is everywhere when it comes to like ESPN and all sorts of shit. So shout out to Amani uh, for making this happen. Yeah,
2: Imani's yeah, the, the big homie, man. I love that guy. Yeah, yeah, he's dope. So, yeah. so
0: tell tell us a little bit about. I know off off air we were talking a little bit about kind of your family structure, but like yeah. tell us a little bit about how many kids you got and kind of what your situation is.
2: All right. So I'm very like, uh, like comical cliche. So I have three children. I have a, I have a 16 year old daughter and I had her like in high, I was a senior in high school. So like I did that very Mexican of me, very (laughs) very Spanish. Right. Um, I have a son who is 14 with his mom is a different person. And then I have my wife, we have a seven-year-old so I it gets kind of busy around Christmas man it gets a little hectic around the holidays but nice little divide of the ages and like at this point I've been through it all I've been through it all and yeah it's a very instant And, and to complicate matters even more I moved out east two years ago my son came with me at first eventually moved back um but uh the youngest lives here with me now. And the other two, they come and visit when they can. It's been a little rocky with the pandemic and all that, but Mm -hmm. they get out here as often as they can.
3: And how do they all get along when, when they're all together?
2: Oh, they're best buds. Like they love each other. The kids. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, the kids. Uh, (laughs)
0: We'll get Uh, into the baby moms in a second, but like, yeah, the kids.
2: Yeah. Yeah, man. But yeah, no, the kids get along great. You know, they, they, you know they're the best of friends um you know so they they uh it's a little frustrating the separation or whatever but it is it's it's life for them they've kind of grown accustomed to it but yeah they the my son and my youngest daughter they do a little bit of like a little bit of bullying a little bit but uh she's such a tattletale like it's only so much he can do you know
3: (laughs) (laughs) your your two oldest are they in the same kind of vicinity where they can see each other often? Yeah. Or? Okay. Yeah, okay.
2: they. I mean, you know, cell phones. They keep in contact. They right. actually had gotten in trouble uh, last year and uh, messed that up for themselves a little bit. Yeah. But uh, they're they're back on track now, I believe. Okay.
0: So so yeah. how so you so you kind of alluded to it, but like you I think you I counted three baby moms right for yes, the kids yes, right? Yes,
2: yes. So how
0: how is it? I mean, not to get too personal, but like, how do you, particularly, like seeing the kids, right? Like, because mm. that can get complicated, just in general. But like having yeah. to having to speak to three different women, one your current, well, the, your current one's probably the most supportive of the bunch, I would assume. But then <laughs> th- there's a lot that goes on with all of that, right? Like, how do yeah. you how do you manage all that? How do you m- maintain it to be amicable enough where you don't got you know issues being able to see your kids?
2: Yeah, so there's, like, varying degrees of cordial within all the parties involved. Uh, you know, they all have families of their own beyond that as well and have other kids and living spouses and all of that. So they had their own stuff going on. I mean, it wasn't always sweet. I mean, it's it was ups and downs in different spaces. Uh, being across the country adds, like, another layer of complication. But these are pretty cordial for the most part these days uh as far as seeing them my daughter my oldest uh she when 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 we broke up she lived with me so that wasn't like a thing and then we figured it out from there uh my son it was a little more complicated but uh after we got to the point where we had a setup and an arrangement and all that uh it's been smooth with that too uh you know more than the relationship just the distance that complicates it now and pandemic the pandemic took a summer yeah. away from all of us last year uh you know we, they got some time out here in the fall and then, uh, just when my son's about to come back they, they're actually in california they went back to school so that makes another complication so it's just it's just dealing with that but as far as the relationships uh we're all in our 30s now i think we've grown to a good spot nice did,
3: did your kids your older kids did you ever find a time when any of the breakups were happening or you had to move or you moved and you weren't seeing them in person on a regular, like, did you have to, did you have to maneuver their feelings in terms of like, did they come and say to you, like, you know, do not love me anymore? Any of that kind of stuff? Did they ever get any of that kind of feeling just because of the separation or just because you weren't with the, the mom anymore?
2: No, not to me. Uh, you know, heard it like through third parties and you never know. Right. Yeah. But not to me. Um, and it, all of that happened when they were so young, like it wasn't like they had grown accustomed to got it. us all being together. So it wasn't my, to my understanding, it wasn't an issue, but I have, you know, it comes up here and there.
3: Yeah. I just, I just curious, my son's got a friend who's got parents that are separated and, and, uh, and the son can, doesn't get to see the dad as, as mm-hmm. often. And and because of that, like, you know, he's he's young, so he doesn't necessarily understand what's going on. And, and, and I would say tends to feel like, well, if dad's not seeing me that often, then dad doesn't, you know, want to see me that often.
2: You yeah, know, that they're, kinda... they're, they're in weird spots now, like they're teenagers. Yeah. So I don't know if they love, hate, like, dislike, anything. Like, they're so just, like, they They're don't into their care own world. about shit. Yeah.
1: It seems
2: like <laughs> right. That I never know. You know, uh, my son. That, that I was really concerned about. That he he decided to move here, and then he decided to move back. Like we we left it up to him. Which I don't know. We kind of like regretted that eventually, but we tried to give him the freedom of, of situation and choice that we could. Um, and I can see where it was rough for him to have that separation, but. You know, we talk, we talk. off. It's like we talk, but it's not like we hold a conversation. Like, what are him and I going to talk about? You know what I mean? I don't play Minecraft, and he doesn't follow the NBA (laughs) as closely as me. Like, we'll talk music, and then, you know, it's teenagers, so it turns into, yo, I need some jeans, and I need some this. it's like, all right, man. (laughs) (laughs) I'll hit you later, (laughs) bro. Like, (laughs) I'll send the jeans, and I'll hit you later. What's your deal? And so... It's not like it's even. My daughter was just here for a month, and she's sixteen, and we've always been close. But half the time she was in our spare room, just kind of like Alone. finally had a room to herself. Right, to text her friends and bullshit. You know what I mean? So it wasn't like uh, no love lost, obviously, but she she wanted her own space. She's damn near grown at this point, so it's a, it's a weird space. But I, we're so standoffish in general, personality wise, all of us, that we're not like a lovey-dovey family, you know mm. what I mean? And uh, I think that there's still love there, but we're not all hugging and kissing and all of that when we leave the room or whatever, so yeah. You're, just,
0: not, you're not the touchy-feely type.
2: Nah, I mean, kind of have never been, and yeah. I talk about this a lot because my damn dog, I talk about this a lot because I see people my age who are really close with their siblings or their parents or whatever, and I'm just not, like, yeah. I'm not against them but I don't talk to my sisters every day, you know what I mean? And and we don't have these like collages of photos from all these moments we had together. We we always kind of were at a distance and we lived together. So it's not like it was a space thing, but we just, that's just kind of how we were raised, I guess. And kind of how we emote, but I think it's passed on to my kids.
0: Oh, how do you, so how do you, is that something you prefer or if you could change it, you would? Like, how do you look at it?
2: Uh I mean, I'm just like accustomed to it. So it's, it, I don't see it as bad. I feel like from the outside looking in, people might, but I'm all about giving people their space and letting them have their space. So, you know, somebody told me it's because I'm Sagittarius. I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't care. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but... but But you know how that goes, but, like, um, I would prefer for us to spend a little more time together. As I get older, like, I get a little more sentimental, especially when we all get to be together for a certain amount of time. So, like, we went – we were all here for Halloween, and, again, pandemic, so it was a little iffy. But I wanted us all to get costumes and shit, and we went to the store, and, and, like, we just couldn't find the stuff we wanted to be. So then we just took my daughter trick-or-treating however we could – and then that was that. So like, I tried
1: to do that stuff,
2: right. but the the universe conspired against us, I guess. I don't know. I was like, we should all be the Incredibles. There's five of us. And we didn't, we weren't the Incredibles. <laughs> now, uh,
0: we talk a lot about um, kind of our upbringing and the way we were raised on, on the mm-hmm. podcast and like some of the things that we noticed about our upbringing that we're trying to change in how we yeah. raise our kids. So, um, so i've got three kids mine are uh five seven and 14 so i got girl boy girl and and k's mm-hmm. got one he's got a son who's eight right yeah and then, EF... Fun time. Fun time. And then yeah and then yeah. efn has got a couple right the, but yeah, they're, yeah. They're, they're really young so when when you know when you tell me how how the relationship with your kids is that's very normal to me Right, like I'm not surprised by it, particularly because mm-hmm. I kind of grew up that way. Like you, yeah. you know, there's love, but it's not usually expressed in the way that you might see on TV.
2: Right. You right. know what I mean? Like, all... and, and, and the funny part about that is, not to cut you off, but yeah. like I do see families that are like those ones on TV, and so it's like it's not fake. No, no, that no, right, exists, right. But it's just definitely not the, the way I was.
0: Right. I mean, and, I, and I and I I related to TV because that's typically where I saw it. Right. Yeah, yeah. In my surrounding, it wasn't that common. Right. Mm-hmm.
3: Or the TV tries to paint that as what should be the normal or, the or norm every, is. every yeah. family's got their own yeah. normal of the way, yeah. you know, exactly. people act. Yeah.
0: but but I do, I do borrow from that a lot. Cause I, I for me personally, like I think, I, I guess maybe now when I think about it, like not hearing, I love you
1: mm-hmm.
0: probably was something I needed to hear. Right. Not that yeah, I felt like me. I, not that I felt like I, I lacked anything, but like mm-hmm. now, if I hear somebody saying "I love you" to their kid, it does something to me. I'm like, "Yo, that's <laughs> that, that's right." Like it feels right, you know what I mean? Right. So yeah. like I try to do that with my kids, and I, I I make it a point to like hug them, you know, and like be affectionate because it wasn't the way I grew up, and it's mad uncomfortable. Well, I'm I'm better at it now, but I notice with my kids. Their their love language is emotion, like physical touch, like that's right. how they get down. I I couldn't tell you what the fuck mine was because you know it was kind of I didn't have that right. Yeah, but yeah. but it's interesting you share that because it, it's something that I feel like there is a negative connotation to it. But I don't I don't I don't look at it that way. So I'm just curious, like when you look at everything you said, like you would prefer maybe a little bit more closeness. But that's not necessarily your reality right now.
2: Yeah. And I think, you know, it's funny because even when we were all in the same household, it was it was more of the same. It wasn't like we were overly sentimental when we were all within arm's reach. Um, so maybe it's the distance that makes me go, hey, you know, let's make this a little
0: more special.
2: Uh, yeah, a little more. And it's not like I'm always more amped up with this shit than they seem to be mm-hmm. and you uh, know again i write a lot of, of that off as just them being teenagers but even my daughter is, like, my youngest is like that like she'll be excited when her sister was on the way she was excited for weeks like oh what day she get here and she's got it she knows her days now so she's like counting down and then when, when it's time to go pick her up the, like she didn't hop up to get in the car and go pick her up <laughs> she's like all right well i'll see her when she gets here and when she gets there, it's like she actually ran to the door and it was like some movie scene. It's like she looked up from her iPad and said, Hey, and then just like went back to her iPad. So <laughs> it's like, Yeah, you know, I think there's kind of like an understanding that the emotion is there, even though it might not be as demonstrative, you yeah. know?
3: Yeah, that makes sense.
0: So, Kay, yeah. what's going on in the eight year old world over there?
3: Who? Which you, one? You Kay? Me? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's see well you know something interesting happened today so um, we're actually driving back we made a split me and my wife made a last minute decision to to get a vaccine We found the Johnson Johnson the one shot joint so we're like all right let's just go do it part partly because schools are starting to are looking like they're going to open back up here and with all the different variants going around and now I'm reading news that like you know people are saying that Children can't really it doesn't affect younger children as much. I don't know what to believe, but then I read in new things like some of these variants now they can affect them more and it can, you know, with kids being in school, it can bring it into the house more, all this kind of stuff. Mm. So anyway, um we went to go do that. They they um out in Cal State, the the National Guard set up a, a whole like Johnson and Johnson drive-through vaccine <laughs> jump off <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy i mean the way they laid it out was nuts wait time out
0: you you got the vaccine in your car yeah fuck out of here
3: oh, oh yeah. yeah yeah oh shit okay yeah so they had the they had like part of the campus all locked down and then you know you set up an appointment and then you drive there's just like all these cars and they're checking everything and you know just sending people off to different areas and they come and they do the vaccination, you know, roll down your window and you do the vaccination in the car. <laughs> so, I mean, that was especially easy because we got our son so he can, you know, ride with us and he's in the backseat and everything. So we do all that, but, um, we're, we're riding back, um, on the highway and then, uh, we're listening to music and Jay's 99 problems comes on <laughs> He's heard it before a couple of times. It's one of those things where you know he'll get geeked, like, Oh, can I hear this one? And you know, mm-hmm. typically we'll we'll play the edited version, but this one was the explicit version. So we're like, All right, you wanna you wanna hear this one? Then so we, we start letting it rock. And um and and then my wife started taking the opportunity, which I thought was pretty smart, is to start breaking down the lyrics to him. Mm. So we'd be listening and then she'd stop and, and she'd say, all right. So aside from like the curse words, what is he, you know, what was he talking about here? And, you know what I mean? He's like, um, fuck well, shit, fuck he, got, shit. he got pulled over by the cops. <laughs> you know, so we start going, start going through the lyrics and, and, and so, yeah, I mean, it was breaking down like, all right, here's why they stopped him. Here's why the cops stopped him. Um, here's what he's talking about here's what happens um you know is that a good thing is it a bad thing and then which i never really paid too much attention about to the song is just the the different context in which he uses the word bitch which basically you know we're basically explaining to him like look there's there's kind of three meanings to to the word mm-hmm. there's you know i guess the original the dog right it's yeah. a dog. female dog you know, and it's a derogatory term towards women, but then it's an all, but people also say it to men to kind of say that they're weak. Right. Yeah. To effeminate them. Right. So that was kind of like the three different versions of the word. And then as we're listening to the song, you know, we're stopping it. And my wife saying like, okay, so this, you know, the verse with the, the, the chorus with the, with the cop version, when, when he says, you know, I got 99 problems and a bitch ain't one. What's he talking about? And he's like, a dog, <laughs> you know, because he said he was going to pull out the canine. <laughs> right, And
1: then the last
3: verse is, you know, I got done in our problems um, and, and me being a bitch ain't one or something like that. I forget what mm. the, what it was. And and so she's like, all right, so what does he mean with that one? He's like, I'm not weak, you know? So it was interesting to, the wow. way to like just break down the context and the different meanings of the word by listening to the song.
0: And, and your wife did that. Not that, I mean, I know your wife is a music head, but like, it's interesting that she was the one that that popped up in her head it was like, yo, let me just bust this down and go through the, the phases. Yeah, Cause it was,
3: cause it was just like, it's one thing to listen to it and kind of like in the middle of the song, we realized like, Oh, this is not the edited version. Right. It's like, all right, we're just going <laughs> to let it fly. And then we're trying to start, you know, instead of, cause you know, the kids, they, they hear the words and they're, you know, fucking smiling inside and yeah. like, Oh shit. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, that kind
3: of thing. <laughs> and, um, but it was it was kind of a cool class of like let's let's teach you some of the context on some of this stuff,
0: Eddie. What's what's your um, take on like your kids listening to music and especially with your teenagers now? There's really there's not a lot you can control. So like, how do you feel about them listening to all sorts of crazy shit?
2: Because I'm a cusser, like I they've heard it all in my house, and we you know we. Sign my son up for basketball. And then he got the coach that's like, oh, sorry. And like, yo, you can cuss at my kid. He's heard all that shit. <laughs> I know. You know, I've seen this phone. I know what he's doing. And then my, my daughter's the same. But you know what? Like, they did hit an age where it got a little, it got a little awkward. And I remember... I came up in music writing and so I'm always like in tune with what's new and who's out. So we, our tastes actually align a lot. But as they got a little older, I I started thinking, I started feeling like when I was younger, you know, like you'd be watching a movie with your mom and maybe like a sex scene would come on. Uh,
1: Embarrassing.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, Oh, we we lost uh, you. We lost you. Yeah, we can't hear you. Your mic just cut off. The last thing that came up was sex scene and then you cut out. So I don't know. I don't <laughs> right. know what I, I
2: heard. I heard awkward. Yeah. Yeah. Give it a shot. Can you hear me now with the raw audio? Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah it sounds Is perfect. It way
2: worse. Like No, sorry. Okay. no you're good. Right.
0: So guys, go so so you like, said sex scene.
2: Yeah. So it's real awkward, right? You're running to get something to drink to try to like not be seen with your mom in that moment. <laughs> and that happened with me as the kids got older that that happened with me uh it's like i I remember vividly that drake has a song called final fantasy mm-hmm. and he has a verse where he's talking about like like doing like porn stars and all this shit and he's like getting really graphic and vivid and my daughter's in the car and i'm like
3: oh
2: and my daughter's a big ass drake fan and i'm like skip like let me get out of here and so then it turns into this weird space where it's like All right, like I don't mind the cussing around them, but like let's not listen to like that shit around them. You know what I mean? Audio porn. Yeah, so it's like it's like it's it's funny when you figure out where your values are, right? Like you can hear me say bitch a hundred times on this song, but as long as we're not talking about you know this, then we're be cool. So that's why and 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 my seven year old is just saying it's kind of like similar where we're like, look, she hears us cuss all the time. Like it's like it's fine. Mm. But, you know, I'll probably get there in that place with her eventually, too. So, you know, like I said, you find out your values in that way, I guess.
0: My 14-year-old, she's a huge Drake fan. And her friend, her friends, every time, like, they would see me around her, they'd be like, yo, your dad looks just like Drake. And she'd be like, yo, stop. That's my fit Like, it's weird to her because she loves Drake. So when her friends are like, your dad looks like Drake, she's like, Nah, I I can't even look at my father like that, you know? (laughs) But, but no, he don't. Right. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And and I'm like, and to your point, like she's, she listens to these songs. Right. And then when the sex shit comes up, I'm just like, I'm hoping I'm just sitting there kind of cringing. And then I'm like, I hope she's just not paying attention to the lyrics. Like, I hope it's just. Shit's flowing Listen,
3: listening to the beat. Yeah, yeah. It's and
0: something you
2: know, and you know how trash we are as like men, right? Like on on Instagram, all my all my son's little buddies, when they were when they're hooping, they started making IGs, but now they're all 14-15 years old, right. And I'm scrolling through and they're liking the same pics I'm liking and oh. shit. I'm like, yo, why, like yo, why are you following her? What are you doing, bro? And I keep seeing it, and I'm like, man, come on, dog, like. And, you know, we'll DM from time to time, like they'll post something. I'll say, Yo, nice, nice video, nice shot, bro. And I'm thinking, like, I see what they got, but like because we're pieces of shit, it's like a little part of you that's proud, like, damn, little man got <laughs> he got taste, like, like and you would not do that with your daughter Nah. or nah. pit or just pieces of shit. Not but at all. it's 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 funny, like you know, you watch you. They're getting to that age and you're watching it happen. You're like, you know, some of them got girlfriends. They're posting their girlfriends. It's like, what the hell? Like, my daughter's the same. Like, my daughter's there too. They, they Facetime me at Easter. Her mom Facetime me, when she never does. I was asleep. She's like, you need to you need to call me. I was like, all right. So I woke up and called. And she's like, you know, she brought some boy over here. I was like, what? She's like, do you want to meet him? I'm like, meet him on the phone. Oh, shit. And she's like, no, nah, you need to meet him. I'm like, huh? But what she didn't know is when my daughter was here, she was arguing with somebody at like three in the morning. Mm. And then I had, I had called her out about it the next day. I said, damn, he was in there. Uh, he was in there arguing with your little boyfriend. And she was, you know, she tried to play it cool and act like nothing happened and like kind of blew me off. And I'm like, oh, I know what's going on. And then when she left, like when I'm taking her to the airport, I told her, "Hey, man, don't, don't be letting, uh, don't be letting this little boy, uh, argue with you. <laughs> like, What are you thinking? Oh, no, I know. And then, so when I finally did get on the phone, and uh, he like, he was there. I didn't see him. I was like, is, is this is this uh is this old bro you was arguing with at my house? It's she's like, oh my god, and starts hanging up on me and shit. So it's uh yeah, man. Teenage years are different, bro. I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. <laughs> you, you
0: you was talking about um your daughter asking you about or the conversation of prom came yes. up with your daughter. So yeah. So like, what's that? What's that looking like? So my initial thought was around like the guys but she's seems like she's got a boyfriend like where's your head at right now how, how are you feeling about all that
2: i'm so far away like i don't i don't even know how to approach that shit like i, I told her i text her my, my dad is like like you can see him on ig he's he's an older dude but he's like an old knucklehead so he's like he's been locked up and all that shit so he got a little bit of institutionalized in him you know how those them people are like you can't disrespect them, you can't look at them the wrong way. They're gonna press you, whatever. So she views them as like this big bad wolf, and I'm like, I'm gonna send Grandpa over there when he picks you up for the farm. Like I'm gonna send him because I can't be there. She's like, why? Like it was it was all dramatic for her. So I mean, I, I was always kind of like comfortable with her getting to this place, and always comfortable and and trusting what I had instilled in her. Mm. And, uh, you know, there's probably a boy or two before now that I didn't know about that I was never going to find out about. Right. So I kind of like having her so young, I kind of like try to be realistic about what's probably going on in her life. Uh, It's not easy. It's not easy to swallow, especially, again, being across the country. But I I try to be realistic about what's going on. You know, ask her, try to be supportive. Do you need a dress? Do you need this? Uh, I want her to have fun with her life. You know what I mean? I want her to enjoy what she's doing. I encourage them both, and I encourage my youngest daughter, too. Like, do as many things as you can do, and I'll try to make sure you're able to do that. And, I mean, like, in school, like, try out for every team. Go to every club, like, because if you don't, you'll regret that shit. She didn't want to go to her homecoming dance freshman year. And I'm like, I'm going to take you. Like, I'm going to drive you there because you're going to be upset. You're going to get back to school on Monday and just feel left out. Like, you might as well go at least go and don't like it instead of not going and never knowing if you weren't going to like it. And so, you know, because of that, I try to be supportive and yeah, you know, I'll look out for her however I can and hope that whatever I taught her is still stuck in her head and she's not going to, you know, be out here acting wild.
0: That That's some serious accountability. Good for you, man. Cause I think it's easy for us as men to do, I guess the stereotypical right mm-hmm. with, with our, Girls. I mean, K, you don't have this problem. You have a boy, so <laughs> your, your perspective is a little different, but like yeah. it's really easy for us to be like, yo, fuck these dudes and all this shit and you talking all that shotgun shit, but w- when you frame it that way like, yo, I'm gonna I'm, I trust that I've done what I know how to do as a dad and that my kid is gonna make nine times out of ten probably make the right decision in whatever circumstance. That's the way it should be and that's kind of the way i look at it now i can't say that i was looking at it like that when you know when my my eldest my 14 year old was like six or seven i was like i was like fuck yo if he look at you crazy like come see me (laughs) you know but Uh, but but it's
2: definitely had to get there and you know there's a lot of again i had her so young shit, she was kicking it with my friends till she was, like, 10. Like, my friends were some of her best friends, and whether that's, like, the best way to do things, and that's just, that was who she was around, you know what I mean? And so I try to be, I try to relate and understand as much as I can, and that closeness allowed us to have some pretty frank conversations, too. You know, they had gotten in trouble, they were smoking, and I had to, like, talk to them, like, you know, I'm not about to spank you, you're 15, you know, but you got to understand what comes with this and just explain it as thoroughly as I could, you know, you're going to get sidetracked doing this shit. And I understand like we, we is not the worst thing you've ever done or can do, but at 15, you might not be able to handle this shit and focus on your life and all of that. And you got stuff you need to do. And, you know, you don't want to be at a party somewhere and be inebriated. Can't make your best decision. And, Like, that's the type of shit I'm thinking of. I know you can smoke on the way to school and fucking sit through class and think you're grown. But you might not be able to handle that at a party on Friday night and then drink. And then who knows where your night goes and who knows what you end up in. And, you know, I I try to be as frank as I can be with them. And it, I mean, it don't always work. They don't always listen. But I hope that when I'm not there in the room, they're able to then remember some of that shit and do some of that. Uh, you know, it's tough. I haven't had the 3 a.m. call, like, yo, I'm drunk and come get me from this party yet. But I'm imagining that shit's going to come at some point. I know I made that call when I was about the age. So, you know, it could happen. We'll see. Mm.
0: So, I, I, before we head out of here, okay. I don't know if you had any other points before I move this to, to a basketball conversation for a second.
2: No, yeah, sorry just, I'm so <laughs> long winded, fellas. <laughs> no, 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 these oh, these great. are you know they pay me to talk. Like I'm no, used to no. this, yeah. this, this, this
0: is what we're here for. It's it's ha- having these conversations, like understanding these perspectives.
3: Now Manny, I was gonna ask you before we jump off the, the boyfriend conversation, is has your fourteen year old has has she have you caught her talking to dudes or has she expressed interest in in guys at this point?
0: She's uh she said like crushes She's mm-hmm. come out and said that she's got a, a crush. Like it's been, I guess, like a crush a year, you know, through middle school. Okay. Um, and and that shit, I, I had to hold my my <laughs> composure because I did I you know, like I I understand this shit's gonna happen, so like I can't bug out because I'm gonna alienate her, and then I I definitely don't want to be that dude. So I would rather yeah. support her. But but it was difficult when she started talking like that. So my reaction, instead of, like, getting visibly upset, was, like, kind of clowning it a little bit to make a little bit of light about it, but, like, not alienate. Right. And and since then, it's just been kind of, like, a little bit of jabs, because that's how we do in our household. Like, it's all clowning and shit.
2: That's us, for sure. But <laughs> but
0: not, like, shitting on it or, like, telling her no and none of that. It's kind of like, oh, okay, right. so tell me about homie. And you know she'll describe it. And be like, yeah, that dude's corny, yeah, <sighs> <Right. laughs> and shit like that. But but it is it, it's it's happening, bro. And like next year she's going to high school, and she's into basketball. So if she gets on the team, and I, I don't know, I'm just I, to to like Eddie's point though. I think my daughter's got a really good head on her shoulders, and at a minimum, she trusts both of us enough where if something feels wrong, she's going to consult one of us. Mm. Yeah, that's good. And we kind of like, we shake her up a little bit and be like, yo, if you decide you're going to take a drink and get behind the wheel of a car, slap yourself. Mm. Or or get in the car with somebody who you know has been drinking, yo, just fucking pick up the phone, call us, like, don't do that shit. And then Mm. we kind of paint the picture of what that can lead to. Yeah,
2: kind of got to face the reality of it. And hope they see it, you know, and yeah, we'll
0: see. I mean, time will, too. Yeah. Kay, K, let me ask you. I know it's still early for you, but, like, are you guys, are you and your wife thinking about, like, what happens when your son starts, you know, looking at girls a little differently than he might now?
3: Uh, we know it's coming. I mean, I think for us, it's just... Um, we keep reminding ourselves like, Hey, let's just enjoy this time where he feels innocent. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Cause we know <laughs> we've got, we've got like a, you know, a handful of years left with that. Right. Um, Before this I mean, shit starts she,
0: going gangbusters.
3: I mean, look, even these little kids in, in elementary <laughs> school, they, you know you hear him talking about like oh i like such and such or you know i'm going to marry this person or you know back that, <laughs> that kind of shit and you're like what is going on here
0: my my 5 year old's obsessed with families like the the dynamic of families who's dating who how they got together <laughs> did they kiss all that kind of shit right she gets me upset like <laughs> yeah. i'd be like i i i fucking clench my teeth <sighs> and i'm like you better not be fucking talking about this shit right now. And my <laughs> wife has to hold me back. Cause And then she laughs. She's like, daddy's so funny. Yeah.
2: <laughs> my, my seven-year-old is like, she's like OD sheltered, And this year just hammered that down too. You know, because it's literally just been us. She, she's in a weird spot. Like she's not leaving the apartment for weeks at a time sometimes. You know, unless we make her come to the grocery store with us or something kind of no reason for her to especially during the winter it's snowing it's raining it's cold right and so she's just like she's sheltered from all of the ills of the world she's just watching ryan's toy review and uh my <laughs> little pony and then she's doing school and i kind of like wish it wasn't like that but you know you do feel like she's a little safer for now right and she's the baby right she's not a baby but she's still a baby right yeah and it seems like that, but I'm, I'm over here. Like they're going back to school uh, next month. And it wasn't a debate for me. I'm like she needs to get her ass the house. I don't care if it's <laughs> two hours at a time, get out, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, you know, now she with a couple hours a week and it's a little scary with, you know, the virus still, but yeah. it's like, it's getting safer. We we've been vaccinated. Hopefully more people have and, and she'll be all right. I'm,
0: I'm still waiting to figure out how to get. So like in my neck of the woods in New York, I live outside of the five boroughs. And so I was in the, I was in the Bronx where my mom lives today. She got the vaccine and I'm over there trying to get the same one she got at the same spot. So mm-hmm. I go to the place and I'm like, yo, what's up? I want to get this joint. Like what, what, what I got to do? And they're like, you got to be a Bronx resident. And I was like, but I was born here. Like, yo, right, right. like, give me something. And they're like, nah, yo, like your, your ID needs to say you're in the Bronx. I'm like, fuck, but I'm trying to get this Johnson and Johnson too. I need the one hitter. I'm not trying to do the, the, yo, the multiple. Do joke. not
2: get that second one, bro. Do not get nothing. But you got this, that second shot. I got Moderna. Yeah. I forget which one. Yo, that second one put me out for a day. I was done. I had to call in the work. had my wife call in the work. I'm like, I'm not gonna be able to walk the dogs. And she called, I was (laughs) done. I was cool by like nine o'clock at night. But that day, I woke up at three in the morning and my arm felt like it had a bullet hole in it. And I was like, I couldn't lift my arm. I couldn't take my shirt off, put my shirt on. She thought I was exaggerating. And then she's, she's touched, I'm all clammy and all this other shit. I'm like, I can't, I can't do nothing. (laughs) I actually hit, I actually hit our guy Amani that morning. It was like, yo, I cannot make this meeting. Can you make sure they say this, this, and this? Shit.
1: And he was like, yo, you're
2: okay. He's checking on me. I'm like, man, I'm not okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Wow. And uh, it's on me up that second like shot, bro. I do not do not recommend. Do not.
0: <laughs> yeah, I've I've heard a bunch of shit. I mean, but generally speaking, what when you do go through some of that shit, it is like for a day. And then yeah, it, was, it was
2: back. like I got the shot at five o'clock. I woke up again like 3 30 in the morning and felt it then. And by like eight o'clock, I went to the gym that night. Like, eventually, went to the gym. Like, I felt better by the end of the night. Right. But that twelve hours in there, I was done for. That's crazy. <laughs> Yo. So, so before
0: we piece, um, I, I I'd love. So, I heard, I I think it might have been Amani who kind of explained it, but I, I want to hear like, how did you and KD hook up to do the etceteras podcast?
2: Yeah. So I actually met Kevin on Twitter, which is. Funny if you know both him and I, it only makes sense him and I would meet somebody on Twitter. <laughs> um, I was actually shit. I actually gained a reputation for talking shit about him, <laughs> and uh, he told me like he he was aware of it. It it was like at least it was funny, you know what I mean? Right. And uh, I had another podcast, and I actually kind of did a story and ranted about uh, his decision to go to Brooklyn, and uh, you know how it seemed like he, he was. He was prioritizing other parts of his life along with basketball and I did like 10 minutes about it. And I sent it to him on Twitter. Him being KD, he listened. He checked it. Checked his Twitter mentions. Listen, he sent me a DM like, yo, I fuck with the pod, yada, yada. I was, you know, thirsty as hell at first. Like, yo, can, he get, can you come on as a guest? Like, yo, I'm bugging yeah. him and shit. But, uh, you know, within first, he said he would do it. So within me, like, circling back every couple of days to see when, see when, we, we would talk. We would just shoot the shit about basketball, about uh music, about what we was watching on TV, about whatever. And, you know, we ended up having a lot in common. We ended up being cool. We kicked it a couple of times. And, you know, uh, I'm sure he was trying to make sure I wasn't a weirdo. I still didn't know if he wasn't a weirdo, right. you know. So, uh, but when we linked up, it was all love. And, you know, that's that's the Brody now. And, uh him having a media company, me working in media, eventually we we're like, yo, how should we work together? We had we had humongous like harebrained schemes of, of things we can do and eventually do podcasts, right? But some of that stuff may still come to fruition. It, but it was just a natural connection, and we grew from there. And you know, it's, at this one it's one of my best friends, and someone I talk to every day, which is crazy thinking about it. But yeah, I had to have Rich Climate remind me. Like you gotta remember that's still KD. You know what I mean? I know that's your boy and you guys kick it and you talk, but for your audience, it's gonna be a big deal to have KD's voice. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. So I had almost lost sight of that because of how often we were kicking it and how cool we had become. Mm-hmm. But yeah, started on Twitter, which is the most modern shit ever, right? I mean,
0: it's it's funny because of you know, KD. And, like, burner accounts and that kind of shit, like, the whole Twitter side of, of who KD is, is always in, like, discussion out in the, you know, in the media. But for you guys to kind of, especially, you mentioned, like, you was criticizing him. Yeah. And then that kind of, and he, which is dope to hear because you, you always hear, like, the other side of it, right? Like... People say like, oh, they talk shit about KD and he goes off like the recent shit with Rappaport. I mean, that's that's a different thing. But like,
1: but he (laughs) but he
0: kind of like, I guess you were relatively fair. Like he appreciated the the context or enough to have a convo, you know?
2: Yeah. And that was kind of one of our earlier conversations, Sue, is like and I've had this conversation with quite a few people. It's like you're not taking Twitter serious, right? Right. And he's, you know, and we're both like, nah, like I'm just here to kind of laugh and talk shit, if nothing else. And that was kind of like, honestly, that was probably the breakthrough for both of us. It's like, oh, OK, he's he's not sensitive or he's not this, he's not right. that. And it was like, nah, dude, it's cool. And then, you know, once we kicked it in know, uh, I told the story, we just we just talked with uh, Jerry Lorenzo on the pod. And it's like when we finally did go out, he's like, yo, I'm going to this club he's trying to roll. Like, All right, cool. Uh I didn't know what the hell to wear. Like, what do I wear when I go to the club with the NBA people? You know, like, I don't, I don't know what we're going, about to see and shit. I wore sweats. I wore, like, Nike Tech fleece. I get to the crib because we're going to go in the car together, and uh he walks out, same shit, Nike Tech. That's what's got sweats. Like, oh, it's my guy. <laughs> well, we're locked in, bro. I'll fuck <laughs> with you. And, and then we just it was all love from there. I mean, like, you know, he knows my kids and shit. You know, right. he knows my
0: girl. We we, shit, we spend Thanksgiving together. So that's that's the homie. So that's what's up. Uh, yo, it was it was a pleasure, Eddie, having you on the yeah, pod, man. man. Um, keep keep doing your thing. Tell tell people where they can listen to the podcast. Uh, and kind of where they can holler at you if they wanted to get on that social media tip.
2: Nah, well, first of all, thanks for having me. I know, like I said, I know I'm wild, long-winded. <laughs> yeah, nah, but, uh, you know, nah, I hope nah, you guys enjoyed the comment. I always like to talk to dads about being dads because uh, kind of like you mentioned earlier, Manny, like, you know, I feel like our childhoods influenced us so much to go to other direction. And I'm definitely that. Like, I definitely didn't see my pops as much. My pops is, like, one of my best friends now. But when I was younger, like, he wasn't around. I didn't know. You know, nobody taught me to shave, none of that cliche stuff. Mm. And so, you know, it kind of becomes your mission later. Like, I got to be there. I got to do this. I got to do that. And I love to see dads be really involved with what's going on because we didn't always see that before. So, again, love to have this combo at all times. But, uh yeah, I mean, you can find the pod anywhere. Uh, the et cetera with KD, um, you know, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, all that good stuff. Uh it's just me and Kevin having convos about culture. I mean, I try. We actually try to talk, not talk about bas- basketball as much as possible, right. because I want people to see the, the K I met and it was like, oh, no, dude is actually cool. It, you know, of course, he knows about basketball, but shit, he, he's putting me on the music. I never think that would happen. <laughs> like, right.
1: um,
2: you know, so we try to have as in depth convos as possible. Uh, and yeah, you can catch me on Twitter. That's probably the best place to find me. B a n s k y Bansky. Bansky. Uh, I probably irritated you. I'm sorry. I'm not really that annoying in real life. Uh, but you know, I just be on there trying to have fun, and then you know, I do my stuff. Boardroom, 35 inches. Catch me there, and I'm trying to be everywhere. At this point, they kind of nudge me into being more seen than I accustomed to being yeah you
0: you be hiding bro like it's it's hard to see what you look like or really catch you online like i was trying to do mad research to like really prepare and shit yeah. and i'm like nah fuck <laughs> this we just gonna nah, you know what's crazy
2: out. is like my instagram is public right and it's me but i like i purposely took down i mean my kids and shit like that because twitter is so weird like people will go find that and tell you your kid's ugly or something yeah. I mean, like you got to get out of character now like yo you know? reddit
0: reddit be talking greasy about you oh me yeah i heard them say uh somebody was like yo he sound he tried to fake a new york accent and i'm listening to you right now i'm like nah i don't hear it
2: nah, man. <laughs> I, I talk a little weird but definitely not in new york man I, yeah. i've been out here a while though they got me i've learned what brick was i had no clue what brick was <laughs> like cold I've, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I had no clue that was a thing. I learned that. Uh, dubbed. Dubbed is my shit. Okay. You, that's a dub. That's my shit. Uh, I say mad more than I ever did before. I still get the hellas out there when I can, but the <laughs> mad works sometimes too. So no, nah, I mean, I'm definitely not trying to sound like that. I get, being out here, I get, a, I get people tell me about an accent all the time. I'm like, Y'all have accents, not me. <laughs> right, right. Yeah.
0: I mean, I, I hear the Cali vibe in, in, in your accent, for sure. Hey, man, it,
2: it, I always say, man, I, shit, i have offered to link up with people all the time. I, shit, some of the people I enjoy most on social is people I disagreed with to begin with, or people that came at me crazy. Because, like, at least if you did it funny, I know you had a sense of humor. You know what I'm saying? Right. And a lot of times people come kicking with me. I'm not all that bad, bro. I'm not, I'm pretty chill. You know what I'm (laughs) saying? So, So, nah, man, uh, Internet talks crazy, but I don't mind. I just try to not have it be about like my daughter, you know, or my yeah, girl. Nah, that's
0: Let's I mean that's you daughter. you crossing a line, bro. Like what if that if and it you know fat, they will
2: too. Like yeah, that's yeah.
0: the thing. Well, w- when you an internet thug, like that's the kind of shit you do, you know what I mean? Like there's <is> a time <laughs> and a place. Yo, they
2: told me I can't be instigating on Twitter and think it doesn't come it doesn't follow me everywhere else. I'm like, yo, you gotta <laughs> Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Don't
2: find me on IG and start DMing me and shit. <laughs> Like, bro, I don't want to talk basketball here. I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to see what Shorty doing on here.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yo, Eddie, man, like I said, man, it was dope to talk to you. Um,
3: Yeah, man, appreciate it. I'll let you know
0: when this joint drops. And, uh, yeah, man, let's keep building,
3: bro.
2: Much appreciated, bro. Much appreciated, guys. This was fun. So thanks for having me. You got it.
3: Appreciate it, it, man. All
2: right, man. Y'all have a good one. Peace. All right. Yep. Later. Yo, be a father. If not, why bother, son? A boy can make him, but a man can raise one. Be your father to your child. Be your father to your child.